This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. Yo, what's up, everybody? Ricky, back, Post America Podcast. Today, the OG member, we got Chrissy the Baboon. And uh, so many questions about Chris or for Chris. So we figured we'd get him back. Chris has uh, still been on the other end of the podcast doing all the editing or uh, mixing, mastering, uploading, all the technical stuff. But he hasn't been on in a long time. What's up, Chris? Going on, Richie. When's the last time you were on? Oh, I think the last time I was on was with Hoya. Oh, all right, all right. It's June, July, somewhere around there. Wow, June, July, so age, right? August, September, October, November, December, just half a year ago. Almost half a year. The baboon is back, and baboons age quicker than humans, so we had to get you back before you did. That's true. You never know. And uh, Chris, we had a lot of questions. You know how we used to every uh, every few episodes we used to answer questions. What they build up, then we yeah we'd we'd uh, they'd ask them, then we answer. But we haven't done that in a while because I've been doing these one ones on ones with everybody. So I figured since you're back, you want to go over some questions. Sure thing, man. Okay, okay. Right off the bat, okay. The one of the earlier questions we had probably a few months ago. And there's so many that fit into this category, so I'll just ask this one on behalf of everybody else. Do we have an update for Mad Joe and Baboon? So, Baboon, give us an update about yourself. Uh, you know, everything's been fairly stable. I had a bout with the vid at the end of the summer. You know, mm-hmm. linger around on me for about two months. Thankfully, that's behind me. And uh, it's just business as usual, really, you know. Two months of being sick? Well, you know what? I, I was sick for the first, you know, like 10 days. I had a pretty good fever. And then it kind of broke. And then I had all kinds of, like, lingering symptoms. Like, I was real weak. I had a breath real easy. And that lasted for, you know, at least a good four weeks, five weeks after my, uh, you know, I wasn't contagious anymore. Jeez. Are you sure you didn't just get this because as a liberal, you feel obligated to get COVID? I feel like that it's real. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh my God. It was, yeah, it was terrible. You know, it just sucked. You know what I'm saying? If, if you want to, uh, you know, lose you know, a month of your life, you know, get COVID. What about, did you get the thing where you can't smell or uh, taste? Yes. I, mean, I, I lost my, the virus concentrates. Like I had an upper respiratory, whatever, in my sinuses, and it just burned out my smell and sense of taste. I'm still not 100% with my, with my smell and my taste, actually. It's like 90%, 95%, but it never really fully came back, you know? It's crazy. That would suck. I'd be so pissed if I couldn't taste anything. Yeah, you know, I, I was eating, of all things, chili, right? Mm-hmm. Anne-Marie made a bunch of chili, and I was like, man, it doesn't taste like anything. And usually, you know, she, she seasons it pretty well. And you don't want to insult like throwing, her. I, I don't want to insult her, but I started throwing, like, all kinds of, like, hot sauce and pepper in it. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, oh, it doesn't taste like anything. And she, like, took a spoon of what I was eating, and I, I thought she, she was going to burst into flames and she's like you can't taste any of that and i'm like no not so if you want to enter one of those contests like the hot wing contest get i could have first 
oh, dude, I could have. I couldn't taste anything. I was like, hot sauce, it didn't even matter, you know? Nothing. That is crazy. Yeah, I always hear that, and I'm like, yo, that sounds like the worst of everything. I'd rather yeah, be on a ventilator than not be able to enjoy a nice pizza. It's so weird, man. I just woke up at one day, and that was it. That's what I was dealing with. I guess it was declining the whole time. You know, when you first get sick, you know, it starts, starts working on it right away, but I didn't notice it until, you know, now you got a test in. and all that. The test said you had it. Yeah, I went and I did, did the one they, you know, the, not the rapid test is when they stick the swabs right up your nose. Yeah. I got that one. That looks one. brutal. That looks really bad. Uh, it's it, it's a, I, I can't say it hurts. It's really super, it's a little bit uncomfortable. I don't want to say super uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. It looks like, why, like crazy, like so deep. How does it, there's like. Yeah, I mean, the dude pulled out, it was like, you know, seven inch swab. He's like, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, man. All right. Damn. Well, at least it wasn't up the butt. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, so that's a, that's a decent update. And you still been working? Yeah, we're still doing the project, but you know we have to apply for funding and stuff. And funding has been real uh, tight given the pandemic and stuff like that. But you know, hopefully things come through with that. But Luckily, still, working from home then. Yeah, I've been working from home. Nice, no nice. Field work, no field work in the immediate future. It doesn't seem. And as for the Mad Joe update, we had him on a couple episodes back. He gave everybody an update. So let's move on. Another question they had. This one you could help me answer. All right. Chris, I know you listen to all of these because you're forced to because you edit them all and get them ready for uh, for uploading. And we always get compliments on the quality. So good work. This right. guy asked on Eric's interview, Eric the wrestler who we just had, he yeah. mentioned the Viking thing he is in called Yamsburg. Which guy... Which, which would you guys prefer, his Viking thing or Joe Harcourt's medieval knights thing called the SCA? So, Chris, if you were into this stuff at all, and oh, is, is the hard, SCA man. more of a medieval thing? That's what it is, right? Yeah, it seems to be more medieval. It's kind of uh, wider. From and I don't know very much about this. Joe Harcourt would, was the guy to ask for that. But it seems like it's a wider range of like medieval uh, weaponry and armor and martial skills that you kind of bring in. So for the people at home, what these guys are into, what Eric uh, from the WWE is into, and what Joe Harcourt is into, Eric's into, what would you call it? I think living history. I, that's a good description of it. Yeah, they, yeah. they have these things, living history, where he uh, and others act out and live the way of a certain group of people. Like you may, may like a Civil War reenactor. He yeah. reenacts Vikings and Viking battles and ways of life and Joe Harcourt uh, reenacts, I think knights and, uh, dudes like that. And the, the armor of the time. And, but what would you have more interest in the Viking one or the medieval knight one? Oh man, that's a hard, that's a hard choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, the Viking one is cool because it's closer to the period that I'm interested in. I'm not really a dude into the high middle ages. So like the early, early middle ages, would be would be real cool. So I might say I might say the Viking one. I'd like to check that out. Yeah, but as a regular guy, you still have more knowledge on Vikings and knights than the average guy because of your field. Which is later on, someone asks a question about your field. We'll get to it. All right. But uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably go with the knight one just uh, because I feel like they maybe have a reputation of being cleaner. You know, like uh, <laughs> the Vikings seem to be like from you know I see on TV they're like kind of dirty. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I wonder if, like, with those dudes, if if you haven't, like, uh, you need extras for, like, a big battle scene or something, those guys would be perfect for it, you oh, know? Probably, yeah. They have, they come equipped. They don't have to, you don't have to stock them 
with anything. Yeah. They just roll up with their own gear and they're ready to roll. Well, people that work in Hollywood, they know who to call. Like if there's, if they have a Viking scene, I'm uh, seeing, I'm sure they're aware of this Yamsburg thing. If they need like, you know, I would think, right. Yeah. If they need knights, I'm sure they're aware of the SCA. If they needed Brad Pitt clones, I'm sure they're aware of post America podcast. Yeah, exactly. Reach exactly. out to me at any time. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'd go probably with the night thing, but I really can't see myself doing either because it seems like a lot of work, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. You have, it's, you have to really be attention to detail. It's not like you just kind of like show up and half-ass it. You know what I'm saying? Now, you love Roman and the Greek stuff. Would you, if there is, and there might be, maybe there's, is there an equivalent that you know of? To I don't know, man. If there know. was. Well, there is. I think in England there's due to do the Roman stuff. Yeah. I think there there's people who do Roman stuff, and they have. Uh, I really like the reproductions of the equipment that they have. You know, it's really cool. I'd love to see like Wema dressed as like a fucking like a centurion guard, right? Right, that'd be crazy, man. Wow, as big as he is, that'd be a scary sight. That'd be a lot of armor, man. That'd be some yeah. heavy shit. <laughs> All right, let's go on. Uh, this one is uh, someone's asking about the the episode we did with uh, the guy from from. Uh, a Bronx Tale. Richie, why didn't you ask Lilo more about his time on The Sopranos? I thought I did bring that up. I don't remember, though. Yeah, I thought you did. Yeah. What the fuck is this guy talking about? Like, re-listen to it. Don't you hate when there's something like... Like, this happened live a couple times. People, like, we play a song, and then some goofball in the crowd says, play the song. Uh, the one did. you already played. And you're like, yeah, we played that... <laughs> this, Right? Did you remember that happening a few times? I do remember that happening. Usually the person is, is slightly Drunk, intoxicated. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, let's say it's song X. We play song X, the third song, and by the middle of the set, the guys play, play song X. Aren't you going to play song X? I'm like, huh. Dumb fucking rat. Get out of here. It's a time warp. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I thought I did. Maybe I didn't go uh, deep into it as this guy would like, which. I, I, I kind of remember you do doing it, but what do I know? Yeah. Because he did. He had, I think, in the second season, Lilo was in, uh, he had that role throughout the season where he was killed at the end. Remember that with the, uh, and he asked for the this diet soda. And that was his last, Tony Soprano said, that's the last thing you want, this fucking diet soda. And then he smoked. I don't know. Uh, I don't even remember, man. I just started rewatching Sopranos. I got, I got a good memory of it now. Yeah, it is. Uh, Emery's kid has been watching him over again, too. He says, oh, how much you miss, you know? Yo, they're so old now that there's a generation of kids that aren't aware of They might have heard the name, you know? Yeah, but for real. Damn, getting old, Chrissy, getting old. I know, man. Check this out. This is uh, sort of in the uh, political area that you like. Why aren't the capital invaders being charged with felony murder? Huh. Well, I, I mean, they're investigating right now, and uh, I guess we'll have to revisit it early in the next administration. I, I kind of think there are going to be there's going people being picked up left and right on federal charges. Yeah, you know? yeah, they're going around. They got the the dude who had his feet on Pelosi's desk. The shaman guy got picked up. So they're picking oh, up I, all I the. I saw he was asking for a pardon from Trump. The shaman guy and some woman. They went he on. said. Yeah. He said that he was invited by the president. He was at the president's request. He showed up there. <laughs> See, well, I think he was. Yeah, you know. kind of was, right? I mean, for weeks the president was talking about January sixth, the big day of reckoning. 
uh, there, there is a uh, quite an interesting trail, a digital trail, so to speak, of all his uh, his, his spurring on of January sixth. I should say, you know, the, those kinds of activities for sure. Mm, wonder how this will go down. This country's crazy, Chris. It's crazy. Uh, it's it's totally. It's never been as divided, and it's uh, everybody has alternate realities and you know alternate facts. It's it's bananas. Yeah, and this question was from uh, someone we know, Eduardo Rodriguez, Eduardo from Florida. So what up, Eduardo? And uh, I think, why aren't the Capitol invaders being charged with felony murder? Well, I mean, may, like Chris said, maybe they will. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's you got to really pinpoint on video who is who, and I mean, with the whole time. group wouldn't be eligible for a charge like that right it's got to be specific to like the person who dealt like any deadly blow like right or something like I that. i would think that some of the dudes who would be responsible for uh you know the guy like threw the fire extinguisher and it ricocheted up and bashed two people three people in the head i think for that kind of stuff yeah but as far as insurrection i think this might be some broader charges that you could be applied if you're there or you know you would you attack the capital you were a part of a mob yeah. engaging with uh you know all kinds of whack how do you feel personally about it you care that much like that they stormed the capital i kind of do actually you know it, yeah. it's it's a breakdown really in, in all kinds of normal kind of discourse you know and when you have a group of people who believe that they're the next level of patriots coming in it sets a de- deadly precedent you know you have i mean I, I i i didn't i don't mind it but I minded, you know, the, my problem was that it was on the behalf of the clown, Donald Trump. It was on behalf of him when there's like, you know, in my head, dozens of legitimate reasons to storm the Capitol. But you did it because the trust fund, yeah. baby. Is, Listen, they could have been there. They could have protested, you know, like normal people. Yeah, but I, I, even during the, the riots, I mean, like, I'm like, if you're down to break some. And then be down to get in trouble. If you get in trouble, if you get pinched, you deal with it. No biggie. So dudes that were breaking up CVS windows and setting, you know, uh, I don't know, Gucci stores on fire back in the summer, good for them. If they get caught, though, they get pinched. These people, they want to do this. If they get caught, they get pinched. But now that they're asking for pardons, well, that's, president, that's, kind of, that's kind of real pussy kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, what, what amazes me is people would be, you would, you know, ransack the Capitol and then you'd be put on a no-fly list, or you'd be arrested, or the cops might arrest you. Force, you know, in the middle of a riot, you're being arrested forcefully, and then they're shocked by it. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, these astou- people, it's they, astounding. In their minds, they're heroes. They're saving the country. You know, they're saving the country from yeah. from a stolen election. Their, you know, tyrannical future government. So man, these poor people, these mentally ill, deranged animals out there, they. It is what it is. It is what it is. So maybe maybe we'll have to uh, update later. Let's keep an eye on this. Will any of them be charged with felony murder? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a serious uh, charge. Serious it, charge. It, it certainly is. I, you may get the ringleaders if they could even isolate any, but I, I really think they're going to have to make an example out of a couple of people. Well, let me ask you this. Out of all the rhetoric from that day, that particular day, because there was plenty beforehand, Oh yeah! But from that particular day, coming from the, uh, the 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 so-called rally, which public figure do you think went the furthest in his rhetoric? Was it Trump? Trump Jr., Giuliani, some other 
uh, scavenger out there. Like, I, I, from what I saw, I thought Giuliani said the mm, the thing that legally, combat. yeah, legally could be used against him the most. All the other ones have loopholes. And well, what, no, what they meant was this. Oh, what they said was that. But when Julie said trial by combat, what well, did he it's, mean? It's very close to what Louis Gomert said in Texas that you should take the violence to the streets. It has to be taken to the streets. Okay. Then he, she said that that day. He said it uh, at, around not the same day. Who is who before. said that? Louis Gomer. What? Louis Gomer. He's from Texas. He's a Republican congressman from Texas. So take you, can, you could anyone could Google it okay. of him saying it, and uh, he went, you know he, something to that effect. Like you know he was really advocating violence. There's just no way way around it. After his yeah, you know, that's claim, that's direct enough. I think trial by combat, take the violence to the streets. That's direct enough. Now with the Trump groupies at home grinding their teeth right now, they're saying, what about Maxine Waters when she said get in their faces? Is she also wrong, Mr. Mabermettis? Uh, you know, you get in their faces, it could be taken in you know two different kinds of ways. You could say no one recommended taking violence to the street. Mm-hmm. You know, only get in someone's Goma. faces. Well, being... You know, so if you were Maxine, if you were Maxine Waters' uh, lawyer, you'd kind of do the same route of Trump's legal defenses. He never directly said that. He did say, you know, fight and this and that. But and you'll say, well, Maxine, that definitely didn't say that. She just said get in their faces. But kind of like, what does that mean? Get in their faces? Like it means? Well, that's where it is. To that's ignite where it is. It, that that would potentially ignite some kind of. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, you, we could if, if we could just base it on outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. You could see that if you know, looking at listening to Trump's speech right before you know all hell broke loose in the Capitol, you could. It's hard not to blame him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. You if know, you march bet, if right you, down if there, you look at the outcome. His his rhetoric led to a particular outcome. Maxine's Waters' rhetoric. We could find examples where people were yelling at Republicans yeah. in restaurants, and that led to that. You know, people, you know, got they said made them slightly uncomfortable. I mean, there's a difference, I think, in quality and kind with your outcome. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's I'm almost like it's almost like uh, you know Mitch McConnell walking through the airport now, and and the Trump groupies are attacking him, kind of like Maxine Waters was hoping liberals would attack Democrats. They're yelling in their faces and this and that. Yeah. They're off, catching heat. Lindsey Graham is saying that they're weak and they're letting their country fail and they're letting you get ripped off. So now, yeah, they, I mean, Lindsey Graham caught it going home. They yeah. they were just uh, <laughs> they they got him pretty good, you know. Who would name their son the Lindsey? Come on, dude, Lindsey. <laughs> what a it, fruit. He he is a dude who's very self-serving. Like you know, Ted Cruz is unabashedly self-serving most politicians are you know for you mm. know just to be just to be fair but some of them bring it out way more than others you know what i'm saying i think graham is a good example of somebody who just you know wherever the wind happens to be blowing is the direction he's going uh ted cruz for sure and this new guy holly are you know they're trying to capitalize on people's fear they're trying to cement in their own kind of a base for themselves mm-hmm. and their rhetoric yo it had a it had a repercussion that probably unforeseen by them you know, really? You know, I mean, come on. I, didn't you know? I, I knew January 6th was going to go down like that. Like, just like for the lead up, I was following. I followed. Well, I don't follow him, but I, I watch him on Twitter. I don't want to give him the extra follow. But I watched well, Trump course. on Twitter and I, I knew like, I was like, oh, that's going to be. I know. Day. 
And in the Q circle, the Q, Q conspiracy circle, that was the day of reckoning. That was going to be like the it mass was. arrest day. And everything. of course, it didn't work because all their predictions are failed nonsense. But I knew that there yeah. was going to be some beef that day. I, I think that we know it from looking outside of like the, you know, the politician beltway rhetoric mm-hmm. because they've been saying really hyperbolic shit for years, you know. It's it's always over the top rhetoric. If you you know watch any of them debate, and so they figured out hey, you know what will this will this gin it up a little more, and what's going to happen? And then I think that was a a miscalculation, you know, trying yeah. to block the vote. In you Congress. know, at some point, really like Trump, people definitely, and, and Trump now he kind of did his not an apology, but I am hundred percent against this violence. Do not you know, but you know, eventually in an interview, he's going to be like. They should be thanking me for calling off the mob. I called off the mob. I could have had them do my bidding. Like exactly. he hundred percent, he loves it. Like he would definitely say that at some point. Mark well, my think, words, he'll well, definitely go that route. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. And look, think about it. He was there. They were they were making frantic phone calls, right, to get the national guard kicked in, denied several times. And if we could believe what we've seen, pictures of Trump, you know, kind of reveling in it, watching it like a spectator. With like a shit-eating grin on his face as they're riding, and you know, if we could only really jump in his head for him to think, "Oh, they're doing it for me. Look at this!" Oh you know, yeah, blowing yeah. up he his was ego. So gassed up that day, he was loving it. Yeah, yeah. he was loving it. You know, these people love their country. Good people, great people. They love their country. Absolutely, yes. bum. All right, let's go on. Let's go on. Another one here. This is another one from Eduardo. Eduardo. This is. I was confused at first, but now I see what he means because he gave an example. What five? artists catalogs would you choose if you could only listen to them meaning the individual so he gave an example if i picked richie i could listen to wisdom and chains crutch etc anything so anything i played in or was part of so not a band but a specific person um that has probably more than one project and uh, five is a lot to pick give me one one artist now you pick one artist and through that you could listen to everything they're involved in including let's say including production including you know actually playing live singing whatever who do you got hmm. david gilmore why him give me a list of what he's on i like his solo work is pretty good i i enjoy his guitar playing obviously his stuff with pink floyd and I think he did. He produced some really interesting music. Okay, so you pick David Gilmore, and then with that, you get the Pink Floyd catalog. You get all his solo stuff, and then he has produced other things? I'm pretty sure. And David Gilmore is a sick guitar player, very soulful. What yeah, he could I do mean, with that's... one bend. I want to give you Oh, yeah. I'll make you love it. He's the master of restraint, you know? Yeah. And great, cool tone, like just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And guess what? He's got tens of millions of albums sold. And if he was behind you in the line of a, at a grocery store, you wouldn't even know. Exactly. Right? You wouldn't even. Yo, they used to go out. No way. When I seen them in, in a giant stadium years ago, like the late 80s, they were walking around, I think, inside the crowd, and people had no idea who they were. See? Like on the floor. You know what I'm saying? And they just look around and disappear back into thing. It's, it's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. That's dope. Now, you don't smoke weed? On the occasion. Oh, okay. When listening to Pink Floyd? 
I have. Does it make a difference or no? Uh, it just relaxes you. That's all. I mean, I I I to pop on the uh, dark side of the moon if I'm doing some research. You know what I'm saying? Nice. And uh, nice. does it make your research out. like real slow? You're like, oh shit, I've been reading the same line for two hours. Exactly. Or do, and, do you I, speed it up? You know what though? It, it, it if I have like that going on, it, I could just concentrate. Like, oh. a, it, it helps me concentrate. Like, it relaxes me, so I don't I don't get sidetracked by my own uh, my own ideas. Okay, but of focus. course, if you have the deadline, then you have to do a couple bumps of cocaine to. to oh, of course, without a doubt. Then I no, stay up in all four days. Don't, do that, <laughs> don't put that out there. To the no, I know, I know. Even though it would make us a little cooler if we had some partiers. But uh, well, we got Luke. Luke's a good guy. All right, David Gilmore. Who would I pick? I don't know, man. It's a tough question. I would say, who would I pick? I don't know, man. It's really tough. I, I really uh Oh, you know what? Let's go with uh let's go with Lars Fredrickson as an artist because then I can enjoy Rancid. Yep. I can enjoy old firm casuals. Yep. I can enjoy Lars Fredrickson and the Bastards. And he was in even a few other bands, and then I could enjoy all the stuff he helped uh either produce or record. Exactly. That's a that's a prolific dude right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great songwriter, great voice, uh, good stuff. Out of all his projects, my favorite, and I heard he's going to do more, is Lars Fredrickson and the Bastards. I think the album The Vikings, which is the second album they put out, so good. Like I could listen to that beginning to the end. That's a great awesome. One. So I'll go with that. David Gilmore and Lars Fredrickson. Next question we have here. This person says, congrats on the split with sharp shock and sharp shock loves to use uh they love to just say ss instead of sharp shock and uh through that release i became a fan of ss no they don't like that chris ss i'm just kidding by the way i became a fan of sharp shock <laughs> and the epoxies the epoxies is a, a cover we did on that from a band called the epoxies both are so good and the one new Wisdom and Chain track on there is becoming one of my favorite Wick tracks in general. Nice. Great stuff. What's up with Wisdom? This is one of the biggest gaps you guys have had for a new album. Is there any news? Is there any news, Chris? Eh, it's hard with the pandemic, you know? It really yeah. is. We, we planned on using the pandemic to actually accelerate writing and recording and... Uh, we had some fantasy plans. Get this seven inch out of the way. Boom. And we did it. We did that. Good, you know, good work. Boom. Get it. Song written. Songs recorded. Artwork done. Um, great artwork by Dan Smith. Get it pressed up. Fast break records. Bam, bam, bam. Get it distributed. Prepackages out there. And as that's going on, write a new album. Get the titles down, get the artwork done ahead of time, get two videos in the bag before it's even out. But nothing with the album actually ended up working. People became very busy. We had, we didn't, we don't have literally one new song for a new album at this point, which is almost mid January. So I doubt even in 2021 anything will come out, unfortunately, unless it's something like a fun related cover something or something like that so no news but thanks for the uh props on the split glad you like that it's good to hear that a new track is becoming somebody's uh that's true yeah yeah 
because sometimes the new tracks, you know, they go over like people like, ah, I don't want to hear that crap. I want to hear the old stuff. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? And Baboon, this one's right for you. This is the one I was mentioned earlier. Okay. Baboon is an archaeologist, correct? I am interested in that field. Can I have some background on him, his education, and his preferred area of interest? Begin. Uh, I did, uh, my undergraduate was in uh, Mediterranean archaeology, and I uh, minored in uh, uh, classical civ. I classical did a master's. What's that mean? Classical civilization. Oh. Like a history, history track. I did a, a master's in classical archaeology, and then I did my doctorate in uh, a Byzantine. It was in the Institute of Byzantine Studies in University of Birmingham. So it was late Roman, early Damn. medieval, Eastern Mediterranean. So you have a doctorate? I do. And a master's? Yep. And anything else? Uh, my undergraduate, I have a, a BA. What's that mean? Uh, what is it? Bachelor of Arts? Now, what is better? A doctorate is, is higher than a master's, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah. You do a little, you do a little extra work. I think it's a, if you wow. do your master's, it's another, you know, another wad of stuff stuck on top of it. What a smart guy. You got a doctor's degree and a master's degree. Does anybody else in Wisdom and Chains have a, a, any college degree? <laughs> I don't think anybody does, right? Not even no. like a junior college thing. I don't know. Damn. How you? How could you stand us? Like, aren't we beneath you? <laughs> the hell are you talking about? Aren't we beneath you? You're out of your mind, man. This is my part when I get mad at people that are smarter than me and try to attack them, make them feel bad. <laughs> <clears throat> wow, that's pretty impressive. Byzantine. What was the master's? Uh, I mean, my, doctorate? It's uh, uh, late Roman. Late Roman, early Byzantine archaeology. Now, what's a Byzantine compared to a Roman? It's uh, it's just a, what we it's just what we divide the period up historically. There's really uh, no difference. It's a continuation. That's it's not a group Eastern of people. Roman the Empire. Byzantines. Uh, they would never call themselves that. They call themselves Romans. Oh, okay. All right. All it's right. just the eastern. It's the eastern end of the Roman Empire after mm -hmm. the western part collapses in the uh, fifth century. The eastern end goes on for another almost thousand years. And the eastern end is towards like the Middle East. Yeah, like and then the western end is towards like England. Yeah, like you okay. know, like what we think of Western Europe would be the Western Roman Empire, and Eastern Europe going into the Middle East would have been the Eastern Empire, and then it, it changes, you know. Over so the, the eastern Ages. end of the Roman Empire lasted longer. It did. It uh, technically it, it fell in fourteen fifty three, when the last uh, Byzantine emperor was killed defending the city from the Ottoman Turks. Hmm. So almost a thousand years after. But by that time, you know, it was, it's, you know, you're in the late Middle Ages and it's something different. You know what I mean? Now, could I give you a quick test? Sure. I'll probably miss every one of them, but go ahead. We did this uh, when I had Big Show on. I gave him a little test. And boy, was he good. He's a man. He has his doctorate in horror movies and Iron Maiden releases. He we'll does. See, he we'll see what you got. Okay, okay, okay. Let me see. Let me see here. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get a list of emperors. <laughs> Oof! Depends what what it is. I don't know the middle. Eastern of the emperors. Right? Okay. Okay. Eastern emperors. Let me see. Do you know the time 
the range for the dynasty of Theodosian. Theodosian emperors? The Theodosian dynasty lasted from when to when? The Theodosian is uh, it's the late 300s into the 400s. Correct. You are correct. 395 to 457. So when I say 395, that's the year? 395 AD, yeah. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't call it 395 back then, did they? Uh, no, they had their, the Romans had their own way of doing cal, uh, you know, calculating dates, but we could, uh, you know, after people spent so long, you know, calibrating the, uh, the Roman calendar with our own calendar, we could kind of, we arrive at those dates, you know? Hmm. Can you tell me how so, Augustus died? Uh, 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 the first emperor of Rome, Augustus. Correct. He died, of old, he died of old age. You're right. Natural causes. Do you know what age? Well, he had to be pushing 70, I think. You're right. He was 75. Not bad, Chris. Not bad. Now, who was the... Th okay, let's see. So, Augustus was the first emperor? Yeah, you could call him that first. Uh, now, who was the third emperor? Oh, wait a second. Let me think. I got to... Going back beyond... Don't you thing. go on Google. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to go Augustus, Tiberius. You're right, as Tiberius uh, was the second. Augustus Tiberius Caliglia. You're right. And at what number was Nero? Claudius Nero. One, two, one, two, three, four, five. Correct. Wow, Chris. Now, how did Nero die? Well, Nero was supposed to commit suicide, but he had his one of his, as the Rome was burning and the riots were raging, he uh, had one of his servants stab him. Wow. Jeez, imagine being a servant. Like, come on, dude, I got to stab you. I like, can't just eat. Most, you know, most Romans would have committed suicide, <laughs> but Nero, being the guy that he was, he didn't have enough nuts at the end to do it. Who was Nero's successor? Nero, uh, uh, is that's the beginning of the Flavian dynasty. So who do we have? Vespasian. Okay, Chris. I don't know if that's right. I couldn't find the answer. but <laughs> And the son of Vespasian was who? Titus. He has famous, ar famous arch in Rome. So in the sacking of the temple in Jerusalem, this big, big famous Roman monument. Now there's a guy named... I don't tell me if I'm saying this right. Domit, Domitian? Domitian. Okay, Domitian. How did Domitian die? I think he I think Domitian died of uh, old age as well. No. Well, how do you go? Hey, you should, Chris, you should know this. Come on. No, I know. Assassinated in a palace conspiracy. Oh Domitian. shit. You should have known that when your your professors are shaking their heads. I know, they're all pissed off. Now, who is your favorite of all the emperors? I have. I can tell you, I have several. But if you break it down by time, you know. Well, give me one. Uh, several. What are you doing? I like. Uh, obviously, I like the Emperor Justinian as one of my favorites. That's the Eastern Emperor, late sixth century. Uh, Justinian. Yeah, that's Justinian. what you always make my passwords when you do computer stuff. I do. I do. I always spell I it wrong. I can never get in when I need, need the fucking thing. <laughs> it's true. See, but who? See, it's almost. A, well, now everybody knows your passwords. Well, I just Justinian with like 
11, Justinian 11 backslash, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Of I can't course, find Justinian here. He's later, huh? He's way later. He's a later dude. Yeah, definitely later. I like or Aurelian is a good, another good emperor. From the well, let me find Justinian so I could ask you questions about him. See if you know your favorite. Damn, is he after? He's in the 500s. 500s. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I got Okay, wait, wait. Just, uh, there's Justin. Oh, Justinian one. Justinian the first, yes. Okay, Justinian the first. Uh, do you know how old he was when he died? Oof, I don't. He had to be, he was in his 60s, pushing 70s. He, was, he died fairly old. 83. Whoa. I didn't old for the time, huh? Damn. Did you know how long his reign was for emperor? Oof, he had a, I think he put in almost like 50 years or something like that. 38 years. Chris, you should know this. I know, I know. Justinian, he looks like a crazy dude. How did Constantine the Third die? Constantine the uh, Third? I think he was killed in Sicily, right? Tuberculosis. Really? That's what it says here. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot which one. Constance, one of, the, one of them gets killed in Sicily. Constantine the Third says tuberculosis. Uh, Constantine. Constans the second was assassinated. That's who you talk about. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Constans. Yeah, they all get confused in all their names. <laughs> and uh, Justinian the second, how did he die? Justinian, uh, how did he die? I don't even remember. Killed uh, he, by the army. Does he get killed by the army? That's what it says. Yeah, he would have been killed by the army because he was, he was run out of office. He was run out and then he came back. They chopped his nose off. If you look at any weird pictures of him, he gets his nose hacked off. They uh, taunt, uh, taunts him. No, you did all right with that. You would have probably got a 75 on that test. Yeah, I can't remember. What do I know? All right, let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Again. Okay, Baboon, you answered the questions. Archaeology, boom. Oh, this guy, he, this guy says, I know you guys are pussy Trump haters, but maybe now you are opening your eyes and seeing the purge against conservatives on social media. What is your opinion on him being banned on Twitter and other platforms, as well as other well-known conservatives being banned? And uh, this guy calls us pussy Trump haters. Listen, you see me, you come up to me, you call me a pussy Trump hater. I break a brick over your head. All right. That's what I'll do. <laughs> That's what I'll do. But we'll answer your question. Go ahead. Chris, what's your opinion on the uh, Trump getting booted off all of these social media platforms? I mean, listen, tr Trump is a disinformation agent, no matter how you want to cut it. I mean, they're a private platform. Trump could go to outside the White House, you know, give a speech. He could say whatever he likes, you know, but he just doesn't ever tell you the right thing. I can't tell the truth if his life depended on it. And this time when he's, you know, he's stirring people up, he's feeding them a steady diet of bullshit. You're going to cause problems. People are going to, you know, and you and we, we live past it already, you know. So now, what is your what is your argument for the people that say, well, the Ayatollah is on social media threatening America and the Jews all the time. Why is he booted off Twitter? You know, he should be. Quite honestly, if you're encouraging riots and passing on massive amounts of disinformation, it's not a, you know, it's not a public, it's a public forum, but it isn't a public forum. And at the end of the day, it's a private company. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is true, but it's kind of be it's it's kind of like something we didn't foresee, right? Like Facebook and Twitter. It's like it no. is a private company, but it is definitely a tool for p 
political, uh, national, uh, international company. Like it just became something that we never thought possible or, or, or foresaw in the future. Oh, yeah. So I mean, should we have a different regulation? Should I think should we should. change the Constitution? Because the the conservatives and Republicans, they love the Constitution and this and that. And constitutionally, uh, Twitter and Facebook could kind of do whatever they'd like. They're not they they're not committed to free speech since it's a private company. Yeah, well that's but, that that's the issue. That know? is that is true. That's a good argument that they have to accept, you know, if you don't want to force the baker to sell a pie to a gay guy, then you can't force Twitter to, you know, put up people on their platform that they don't want. I can understand that, but it is something we never foresaw. Should we yeah, change anything? Should we say should they just go on with fact checking him, even though like now fact checkers are kind of, uh, you know, the who, who fact checks the fact checker? You know, do you have to fact check someone telling you two plus two is four? I mean, it's just some things are uh, it, it's such as I don't know. I, well, I don't know if know, booting him off was the right thing to do. They definitely had the right to do it. But I don't know if it almost gives fuel to the conspiracy theorists that they are they are under attack. And this is like prophecy that they foresaw, you know, but it's, it's almost well, like a self-fulfilled prophecy. I mean, he was warned a thousand times and he just continued with his rhetoric. I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like either you have to addr- address it as being some kind of a, you know, an open free speech platform. It, it's a, it's a dicey subject. You know what I'm saying? Should they, have, you know, they were they in their rights. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Should they have done it? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? But Incredible then don't Twitter move, then. Right? Insane move. Like, wow. Ban the president? I mean, it was crazy when they just started, like, just putting notifications under his stuff that was blatantly wrong. Uh, you know, this is not true. You know, that was like, oh, wow, that's a big step. But, yeah, they just banned the, the president of the United States off social media. Yo, I, I, got, I got suspended 30 days from Facebook two days ago. Really? Yeah, 30 days. And I got suspended off Facebook for calling Trump a loser. <laughs> so for the right-wingers that think they're being persecuted, well, I'm definitely no right-winger. And I was talking to some lady, and I was, you know, we were going back and forth. She was a Trump groupie. She was swinging from his shaft, and I was setting it straight. And I said something goofy, you know, and she said, you just proved my point, you know. And she doesn't understand sarcasm, I guess, you know. So then I said, uh, of course not. I said, well, you have no point. You're just a, a groupie to a loser. That's all I said. I'll show you. I'll send you the screenshot. Why they, then they sent me a message, said I'm suspended for 30 days for this comment, for saying you're, you're just a groupie for a loser. Like, that's all I said. 30 days in the, in the joint, son. Yeah, I mean, it's like, again, people think they equate Twitter or Facebook as if you're having a conversation with somebody on the street or, you know, you're got your soapbox out on the street, but it just isn't. Yeah. Now, if you want it to be that way, there has to be some kind of steps. They have to, it has to be kind of codified some way in the law, I would think. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, you're still going to have to deal with whatever they decide. They gatekeep it. You yeah. Know? You got to deal and with it, it. It's just crazy. Like, imagine having a restaurant and then uh, a local politician wants to come in your restaurant all the time and, and hang up something on the wall that says something that's not true. And you say, 
no, I'm not going to allow you. Even though I have a little billboard for locals to put stuff up, I'm not going to allow this. I mean, that's not free speech because it's not a public place. It's, it, or it's, yeah, it's, not it's, at all. It's, it's a privately owned establishment. They don't want it on the wall. They don't want it on the wall. I just think it's kind of, uh, it probably in the long run will end up hurting the, uh, the, you know, the country's uh, so-called healing process. You know, suddenly the Republicans want everybody to heal. It's like, nah, fuck that. I say we keep beefing until somebody's gone. Fuck, you know what I mean? Like, start the Civil yeah. War, whatever it is. Fuck well, it's windows. not, none of them want to really be remembered for their aiding and abetting this guy. That's what they want to heal. No one wants that, you know, they're, they're afraid of the repercussions that their actions are going to come, how we're going to bring to them. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why it's heal? A, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a tough one, like uh, the social media thing, him being booted. Uh, Ron Paul got suspended for a certain article. Maybe it was false, you know. And, and, yeah, I guess if you're using, if people's main source switched from newspapers and whatnot to Facebook and Instagram, if their main source of news, then I guess we have to be real careful. Uh, we should just almost not allow, well, the owners of those platforms should almost just not allow any news to be distributed on their platform and it's only for personal uh you know bullshit you know post your favorite song post exactly your flowers blah 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 i don't know i really don't know i mean listen i i agree with that i don't i i think that it's if anyone could say anything and there's no check on it right you could especially just especially a, a president of the united states with 80 million plus twitter followers he's telling these people that he was ripped off this despite losing 60 plus court cases from judges he appointed exactly and people are still like no he he has been ripped off why because he said he was and i guess they should be able to believe their president but it's i don't know what a you know critical reasoning isn't isn't a strong suit of americans don't you you insult them See, never that's really the thing, Chris. Been. You liberals, when you act like you know everything and you hurt these people's feelings, and then they so they want to kill you. Of course, they want to kill you for that. <laughs> Jeez, how you dare you! I mean, I mean, on both sides, I mean, come on, critical thinking. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, no, the uh, the hypocrisy it's, it's, it's is so crazy short. on both sides. I I literally saw this on on CNN. I saw them uh, like really pushing how the. Uh, the Capitol riots are going to be a super spreader event. And uh, I remember them clearly saying during all the summer riots that they have no effect on the spread of <laughs> COVID. Like, come on, man. How is it that possible? Like, yeah, I mean, give me a break. Yes. They're both, if, if COVID is, as they say, they're both going to be super spreader events. Both. Without a fucking doubt, man. Yeah. You know? And uh, if, if you didn't like riots in, in the summer, then you shouldn't like riots now. I don't care that people rioted in the summer. I don't care that they busted up the Capitol today. If they had the balls to do it and they get pinched, deal with the consequences. But uh, when you riot on the behalf of a goofball like Trump, and that's your, it, it, we have to save him. He just look like a clown. But that's just yeah, my absolutely, opinion. absolutely. We'll, Let's go to the next one. So that guy called us pussies. If we see him, I'm going to cut his face wide open with a razor blade. But we'll go to the next one. Will <laughs> Wisdom please do a live stream? We would appreciate it. Chris, we're going to say no to that one because we really enjoy the personal, spiritual interaction with the crowd. 
not these yep. video. Nah, I don't know why. We just kind of don't know how to do it properly. So that's why we probably won't do a live stream. I'm glad somebody wants to see it, though. That's nice of them. It is nice. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, this guy's complimenting me here. Richie, great work on the one-on-one episodes. Will we ever have the original host all back together? Well, you're talking to one of them right now, the great Chris Baboon. Indeed. Indeed. And then, as I said earlier, Chris has always been a part of it. And uh, Joe also, people might not know, he does all the ads and the artwork for the ads. But uh, will we all be on together? The three of us again? Who knows? Probably not. Everybody's very busy except me. I'm the only one that doesn't have a life and can uh, write music <laughs> all day and make podcasts all day and play on a computer. But uh, all three, probably not. But maybe. Who knows? But we'll get both of them whenever they're available to chime in. Let's continue. This person here. This is, oh, this is a good one here. What's up with Z9? Please some info. Who's in it? By the way, it sounds fucking great. The little teasers are are getting me super legit pumped. Okay, Z9, a new band. Everyone go on Instagram or Facebook and follow Z9 with an apostrophe at the end. That's a new band made by members from Wisdom and Chains. I'm not sure who exactly is in it, but from what I'm hearing, I like it a lot. And uh, they're putting together an album, so check that out. Chris, have you heard any Z9 so far? I have. Do you know anything about it, or is it a, a total mystery to you? I know a few things, but I don't think I'm at liberty to say. Oh, I do like Chris. it, though. Maybe Chris I do like it. This. Wow. Good, good, good. All right. Go follow Z9. Thanks for uh, maybe uh, at some point in a podcast, we'll play a Z9 song as things get together. Here's a new one. Respect on getting the crutch stuff online. Spotify, uh, streaming, uh, etc. What the fuck took so long? So uh, I don't know if you knew Chris, but a lot of old Chris was uh, also served time in crutch, like uh, so did Mad Joe and, and Wisdom Chains. It went through a lot of members throughout the years. But stuff is finally, a lot of old stuff is finally up on Spotify and uh, iTunes and can be purchased on iTunes. I saw and, that, man. Yeah. So it's finally up. And it took so long because nobody really had the songs. Uh, a friend of ours from France, who is a hardcore historian of sorts, uh, Thomas, he compiled the stuff and had it over the years, and he sent it digitally all to the uh, brains behind Fast Break Records, Tim. And uh, Tim did the work from there, so thanks to those two guys. So if you people yeah, are bored real. at home, check out some old shit. It's a little embarrassing when I listen to it. Uh, Crutch stuff uh, is available online, but that's why it took so long. Okay, here, Chris. Are you guys happy that Biden won? If so... What do you like about this pedo kid sniffer? Chris, uh, are you, do you like pedo kid sniffers? <laughs> <laughs> well, not offhand, but I prefer Biden in his doddering ways to Trump any day. Yeah. I mean, uh, am I happy Biden won? Yeah, I guess I am. What do I like about Biden? Not much, but. The other guy was a miserable failure, it's, you know, to me. It's kind of like when uh, George Bush Jr., when his second term and he, he was running again, to me, he should have lost because the country was in shambles and uh, you would just need a new guy for the job. And uh, so I like that there's a new guy for the job, but I don't like the new guy in yeah, general. Exactly. 
But uh, as for calling him a pedo kid sniffer, I mean, you you base this on photographs I see online that he's he's like very affectionate towards some children or, or so it seems in these still photos. But yet you have no problem with actual court records of rape charges brought by 14 year olds against Trump. I don't, I don't know. It's crazy that people throw that pedo word around lately like it's crazy i got in an argument with a trump groupie and she called me a pedophile that was her argument like because that's their tactic now it's like that's their go-to yeah (laughs) i remember they were running a pedophile ring out of a pizzeria in dc chris uh you have to go check the podesta emails if you don't believe it's true yeah did you ever look into that at all chris i wanted to download them actually I uh, I got downloaded them. I, you, I got them from um, WikiLeaks, and I, I mean they don't they're they're weird. They sound weird, but I mean I don't know. I don't know like people that really connect the dots here are really reaching. But you know Tom Hanks is a pedophile who's captured, and ellen degeneres was going to be executed a couple months ago now she's back on tv jimmy kimball was arrested now he's back on tv it's like you know this this conspiracy theory stuff at some point you just got to take the l and say listen i was bamboozled misled stupid and i fell for this shit and it's just not true is hollywood filled with pedophiles i'm sure i'm sure if if i said chris I'm going to lay down the paperwork to every documented archaeologist that has ever been caught with an underage uh, person or with child porn. I'm going to lay every document down on your desk, and you're going to see that archaeology is filled with pedophiles. I bet there'd be a few hundred cases and accusations that I could lay, and it would make it appear to an outsider, wow, archaeology is filled with pedophiles. Exactly. Well, we could do that with every with every walk of life, truck drivers, probably not concrete workers. There's no concrete pedophiles out there, but uh, every other one, you know what I mean? So it's just, people are so goofy what they click onto. Yes. There's creeps out there in the government and Hollywood, but not to this level where the word pedo becomes the go-to, you know, save the children. Motherfuckers don't care about no children. Save the children. Hashtag a couple months ago, people are so goofy. But, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's listen, you could pick and choose your facts. Yeah. And it's easy to have, you know, and string tangential things together. You know, well, it reminds me of a saying, theory. an old saying, you can pick and choose your facts, but you can't fact and choose your picks. And that, that really means I, it really means that doesn't mean anything. I see that. I see that. But Chris, tell us what, because you, you are more in, involved with actual politics you know how the government works more than the average person that says they're all the same you know like <clears throat> what do you like about biden if anything be honest is there a policy or something that you like well i think it's a general the general approach it'll go back to being kind of a normal way to pick people in the cabinet people with experience people who have institutional knowledge you okay. know you don't want dysfunction i mean i think as far as any kind of you know governmental system you you can't have the dysfunction of people who don't know a thing about it being thrust into you know very powerful positions who just really don't understand the the mechanisms and how things are supposed to work you know not one policy not one policy i like the 15 dollar an hour minimum wage oh is he pushing that that's my one of the things that they're going to float you know what is uh 
I like a pro-science agenda. What is now, what's the minimum wage now? I think it's like nine, $8 or something like that. Damn. But he wants to make it 15 This will devastate businesses. This country will go into shambles if we do that. These big businesses keep us alive, and they allow us to eat the crumbs off the... No, I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about it, but I was giving you the, the right-wing tactics, like... They'll make the, the guy on welfare in his trailer scared to give people minimum wage. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's always been a race to the bottom. You know what I'm saying? And and you could see that in, in different states and the economies in different states. It's a little microcosm of economics, you know? Mm-hmm. The states would pay you more. You know, they seem to be, they do better. You could generate more income. Some of the, you know, the right to work states out there are really the bottom half. That's you know not what I'm true. Saying? Kentucky, Mississippi, Alabama. These are the places to live. You don't want to live in New York or Connecticut or Massachusetts. Those are horrible. You'd want to live in Kentucky and Louisiana. And these people are so funny, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Have you ever it, been to those nasty-ass, broke, inbred places, and that's the new cool places to live in America as they bash and bash every state that actually has any kind of contribution to this country it's just so funny like like the states that contribute and produce are now the enemies and the states that are real welfare states with the lowest education are the the places to go for freedom well that's that's always been it that that's always been the sell right it's just the liberal elite coasts where most of the gdp of the country is generated you know are these evil places where the you know and then places where it's that really need a ton of federal assistance have yeah. policies that aren't good for the people, their own. Citizens. Now who's that crip keeper walking corpse guy with the black hand? What's his name again? The fuck is his name? The house speaker, the majority guy who just Mitch McConnell. Oh, Mitch McConnell. So you got this guy. He's from where? Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's from Kentucky. The stats on Kentucky, they're leeches to the federal government, complete leeches. And he's acting like, Places like my state or or New Jersey are get the fuck out of here, you dead walking corpse. It's it's awful. It's brutal. Like the the games that they play and people believe it. This country should be split into three or four countries. Easy, you know. Pennsylvania, its own country altogether, would be the greatest country in the world. And then the other ones, you know. It's crazy. It's like a lot of the people who are the most vocal anti-government are the ones who. You know, in Congress and Senate and stuff like that, they're the ones who rely on the government, the federal government, the most. It's it's it's, a, it's bewildering. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But what was the question? Oh, Biden. Okay, Biden. He, he you know what? Biden. Amory just told me. You know what the, the minimum wage is? This is going to blow your fucking mind. What? The minimum wage to date is seven dollars and twenty five cents an hour. Wow, that's yeah. the minimum wage. She just she just messaged to me, seven dollars and twenty five cents an hour. <laughs> Wow, that's brutal. That's pretty brutal. That's kind of uh And if you're a tipped worker, right? If you're working in the service industry, you're a tipped worker, let's say like a waitress, a bartender, $2.13 an hour. Wow. See, that's why I always leave 2% at least. Minimal, minimal 2%. Oh, I'm a you, you go out with me, so I'm a big tipper. You know, if, yeah, if you I only to, have $100 to my name, if I got $100 to my name, that's it. And I go out and my let's say my meal's at the end is like 60 bucks. You know, I'm leaving the whole hundred. Like, I, come on, I got to, like, you know what I mean? Even if it's all I got, do the right thing. 
Let's yeah, some, some cheap bastards out there, though. <clears throat> yeah, rats. Let's see. Okay. Oh, here's another hater. Here we go. Well, the tone. You know, the guy said pedo sniffer, pussy Trump haters. This guy says, please tell me, what the fuck was the difference from the summer riots and the Capitol building riots? Why is one good and one bad? You guys are hypocrites. Look, now, first of all, like, this is the first time we're talking about the Capitol riots at all. So how does he even know where we stand on those? Exactly. You fucking jerk off, you rat clown. Stop listening to this podcast. It's not for you. Go listen to the, to the weekly clan updates, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, I don't know who this person is. You know, Maybe they're, they're a black person. I don't know. But, uh, okay, so. Chris, is there a difference in your mind from the summer riots to the Capitol building riots? Let's start with that first. Well, let me preface it by saying, like, I'm not into rioting. You know what I'm saying? But there is a difference when you're trying to overthrow a government, right? They went in with, a, with the target of trying to cause maximum chaos at the highest level of government. It's a lot different than if you're, you know, you're riding downtown. There's, there's a difference between it. You okay. know, one is destabilizing. One's, you could call it insurrection, and one's a riot. One's looting, one's an insurrection. Now, when you show up with restraints, ties, you start attacking cops, and you're trying to hunt members of Congress town, and you want to hang the vice president, there's a difference between those two things. Those two things aren't the same. Only broadly, we can compare them, but that they differ in certain fundamental aspects, which sets them apart. Okay. Now, is it true that the cure to insurrection is Viagra? It could be. No, I don't. But you have to be careful. You consult what does insurrection first. exactly mean? I know what it means, but like, what is? Can you explain what it is exactly? Is insurrection mean I'm trying to take over the government, or I'm trying to destroy the government? What's it exactly mean? I think I think in this context, that's what would be it. You're trying to disrupt and overthrow uh, some kind of a you know a widely viewed legitimate process. So you okay. would be an insurrectionist. You know, so you gave any kind of government. So you gave us the difference from the summer riots to the Capitol building riot. But it, now, it's perspective in the sense that one man's insurrectionist is another person's freedom fighter. Do mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? And that's always the case, isn't it? It's always the case. You know? Now, he, his other question is, why is one good and one bad? It, you never said one is good and one is bad, but is, is one good and one bad? It's like I said, it's one person's freedom fighter and the other person's insurrectionist. Do I think that going there and trying to drag out members of Congress and execute them or perhaps hang Mike Pence is, is the smartest move to get anything done? I would say definitely not. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. I, I, it just it, it seems almost counterproductive. You know, and also it'll feed into your own paranoia. So if you're the kind of person who's believing that the government's after you, after you pull a stunt like that, the government is going to be after you. you, mm, you it's a you self-fulfilling know, you, prophecy. Exactly. I knew they were after me. Exactly. And when you're, and you know, the, the idiocy of thinking that your phone, now the parlor data that got leaked. Now everybody had a cell phone there. It was, you're being tracked no matter how you want to cut it. Mm-hmm. Right. The phone tracks, you know, GPS location, wherever it is. And people are tweeting and doing that. So you're leaving a, a visible chain. That trail of digital breadcrumbs is coming right back to you. Digital breadcrumbs. Tweeting. I like that. Digital breadcrumbs, my friend, it's coming right back to you. So when you go to get on a plane, of course you're going to be on a no-fly list. Things move quick. Things are going to be processed. You know, there's millions, of, I don't know how many hundreds of cameras, mm-hmm. I'm sure, are all over the Capitol. You're going to be on there dozens and dozens and dozens, of times, not hundreds of times. True. You know. Well, Luke was over here yesterday and we were jamming out. And he's like, I don't know about those riots. 
tell me how they had all those cameras there all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm like, been there, my friend. I mean, how they had all these cameras around the Capitol building of the United States. Yeah, that's weird that there's cameras there. But uh, yeah, he's a little crazy. But this just crossed my mind. The person said, please tell me what the fuck was the difference from the summer riots and the Capitol building riots. Here's one difference that just crossed my mind. Uh, did I already just forget it? I had it. This this thing. The difference is okay. This is the difference. The cap. The the summer riots. In my mind, I could be wrong, but I believe that the protesters during the day weren't necessarily. I'm sure there was some crossover, but weren't necessarily the looters and the riots of the night. Because I happen to know protesters and looters and rioters. In from the summer riots, and they weren't necessarily the same people. There's, 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 yeah, there's definitely an intersection between that. Yeah, there could there could be, but for the most part, the protesters were much different from the looters and the rioters, and different yeah. agenda. Now, I think from what I know of the Capitol building riot, the protesters early on at the Trump rally were exactly the same. Not all of them participated, but all of the protesters would later eventually become the rioters. Yeah, which is, I, mean, I think is a difference. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I totally understand. I totally okay. understand what you're saying. So I think that's a difference from those two, those two examples. One was I think the I think the agenda of the looters was to actually rob, steal, and take advantage of the daytime protests, and I think the uh, agenda of the rioters on january 6th was to continue from their political stance earlier that day they were the same people you know so that's yeah, a difference exactly. maybe people aren't following that but and listen and there's a difference between even if you say somebody's you know being a thief riot and looting as a thief and mm -hmm. someone's planning an insurrection different yeah things different yeah, things two yeah diff two different outcomes and i just here, think that know. in in the summer a lot of the protesters weren't looters and, and you know, there's some, probably uh, yeah. some, but for the most part, those people were, were willing to get arrested in the daytime and marching. And some were getting abused by cops just for simply marching yeah, and exactly. at nighttime. It's, I said this back then it's weird. I'm seeing in the daytime when people are peacefully protesting, the cops are being so heavily handed with them, throwing them beatings, macing. And then at night when they're oh, going yeah, crazy, man. the cops are nowhere to be found. Like now you're being laid back. Okay, let's just let this happen. Let them rob that place. We're two yeah. blocks away watching behind the wall. But when they're just marching, you're up. I don't know. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah, Make I mean that seem that seems really to be the the general uh, the general pattern. The more peaceful you are, the more they abuse the shit out of you. You yeah. know. Yeah, and this guy says you guys are hypocrites. You rotten motherfucker. You piece of shit. You. Okay, let's go to the next one. Okay, this is uh one time Richie meant to ask what someone's Mount Rushmore of hardcore bands was, and he said Mount St. Helens instead of Mount Rushmore. I legit died. All right, I'm glad I made that guy laugh. I that's an intentional thing and it worked. We okay, here's another question. We know Mav had COVID. Here we go. Although Richie breezed over it and barely gave any updates. Anyone else in the band have it, and how was Mav? Well, Mav gave a, he gave a little update. It seems he's doing better. And no one else did have it that we know of, right? Yeah, nobody. 
Like I think Luke, every time he has a runny nose, he says he has COVID. But you know, if Luke, yeah, is, if Luke sides hurt, it's I got cancer. You know, he's like that kind of guy. What do you call that? <laughs> he's dramatic, melodramatic. Yeah, like everything. If he's you know, and and Evan is the kind of guy. If he sees a commercial on TV, this do you have symptoms? I'm, I think I have melanosoma. You know, he'll like go with. <laughs> but uh, I don't think anybody legit had it. I definitely had a oh, flu. Man. Like you know, during this time, might have been it, but you know, I just go with the punches. But yeah, Mavs okay, and nobody in the band had it. Here's another one. With all that played out, looking ahead, now almost a year from when this pandemic started, how does the PAP? So I, okay, how does the PAP? That means Post America Podcast staff feel See, about the response to the pandemic? So okay, it's been a year, Chris, just about. Almost, like two months to a year. Now that you could look back and you could play the Monday morning quarterback or whatever they call it, how do you feel the response to the pandemic has been? Uh, it seems kind of ham-fisted and, and really non, non-coordinated. It's mm. my opinion on it, you know? Yeah. And uh, is that due to the just the way America is created with the state's rights? It could be, but what shocked me more of it was just a real lack of any kind of federal guidance in a situation like that. That's really when you want with a disaster or a pandemic. You, know, you need the federal government to kind of step its game up and bring things together and mobilize. You know, mobilize the resources of the so nation. So you were hoping for it. more of a response from the federal government and get everyone on the same page to kind of do the same tactics. Uh, yeah, but I was hoping so. I mean, it's just like if you, it's you know, the pool analogy. I heard someone bring up a, uh, the analogy of a pool. Like, you know, if uh, you, you have a pool and you can only piss in the left-hand side of it, it's going to go to the right-hand side of it. Do you know what I mean? Ugh, that's disgusting, but yeah. It's just like, so if you have everybody doing their own thing in a very haphazard, piecemeal kind of way, you're just going to get dysfunction, really. And I think we've, we've lived through that. You know, avoidable, avoidable stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now, what do you think really, like, uh, I remember early on when they were like, we're just going to have a lockdown for two weeks to, to straighten out the curve. But in my head, I'm like, if it's as bad as you say, that's not going to work. Because as soon as you, the lockdown is over, the two weeks, then the curve's back up. No. And, of course, that's what it turned into. The two weeks turned into almost a year now in a lot of places. And, uh, I mean, I went out out to eat last night. And, uh, I, you know, I mean, I can't say it's com- stuff is completely locked down. I do some stuff. But do you think any of this stuff has helped? Like any of the no school, no kids in school, kids are learning from home. Is this helping or is this just nonsense at this point? Well, I think some, some of the big ones are probably – well-intentioned, right? Because, you know, if you're in a small area and you have one person, you know, you've seen enough simulations of how, you know, air currents and particles travel to know, ah, you know, you're putting yourself, you put yourself in harm's way with that. I mean, little kids, you go to school, one gets it, they're asymptomatic, they go home, they get their parents, they get their grandparents. But it requires like a discipline that I think that we haven't demonstrated, I guess, as a society, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's in order to really, for any of those things, really to take a, a deep-rooted effect. There's so many questions, but I'll just do the last. I'll do two more because, I mean, All right. we could go on and on and on. And people love hearing us talk, and they love hearing how right I was about everything. And it's, you, you know. Prophesized it, listen, you prophesized yeah, it, 
I mean, what are you going to do? Richie Damas knows what's up. Now, this is just a person that says shows, movies, music, or books. What's new? So when it comes to shows, movies, music, or books, Mav, is there anything new? Are you watching any shows at the moment? I am. I watch, uh, I watch Mandalorian. Everybody talks like. how great that is. It's pretty good. Very well written. Okay. I did watch Star Trek, you know, Discovery. And the a old new ones. Star Trek? Oh, old one. Okay. I like the old, and the new one, I like Discovery, is pretty good, too. I've been That's playing. a new one? That's a newer one, yeah. It's oh, pretty cool. Check that out. Pretty no Spock, cool. though. Spock's not chilling, right? Oh, you know what? They have Spock is in and out on the first two seasons. Spock Mo. Yeah. So it's pretty. it's a pretty cool show. And I got into The Blacklist, too, on Netflix. What's that about? It's like spies. Oh. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good, uh, pretty good Music? Series. Music, I've been revisiting some older stuff I like to listen to, like Alan Holsworth. I've been checking him out again. What the hell's you know? that? I never heard of it. Uh, he's a really good guitar player, man. Like, uh, okay. like, a, like a jazz guitar player. Yeah, he's real, real cutting edge kind of dude. I'm going to check out this other guitar player, Tim Miller, as well. He's a really, really excellent guitar player, you know, an educator. Is an educator. Hmm. Cool music, yeah. And how about books? Uh, I've been doing just, just basic archaeology shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. A couple of books on archaeology. Nothing, uh, no reading for fun kind of books, you know? Gotcha. All right. When it comes to shows, I'll go Cobra Kai. That was really entertaining. I liked it a lot. And I also, uh, Sabrina uh, the Teenage Witch on Netflix. Uh, that's over the final season. I enjoyed that. When it comes to movies, nah, not really. I don't know of any new movies I liked. Music, mm, same old stuff. You know how I do. I don't listen to too much. Uh, books. Uh, one book. My brother wrote a book called Etna: A Murder in Time. Look up that book on, on Amazon. Buy it. Etna: A Murder in Time. My brother wrote that book. It's a good book. And uh, the last question. You ready for the last question, Chris? Yeah, man. It's been nearly a year since I saw you guys play. It was in Oberhausen on the Persistence Tour. Did you guys play anything since? Also, give memoirs from that wonderful tour. And that question was from Adolf Hitler, which is a, a joke <laughs> I don't I don't like to use too often. But it's a German guy, but it's not funny. But uh, <laughs> that was almost a year ago. That ended yeah. in January and February, and now it's January, and we didn't play anything from the end of that tour, right? That was it. Uh, we did. We, oh, did we did two like streaming things. One well, we didn't. Was we didn't play like a live show. We haven't though, played right? no live shows. No. Okay, so that was. Of course, we had stuff booked, but it was all canceled. But uh, you have any uh, memories from that wonderful tour, Chris? Oh, man, there were so many. There was, it was a great tour, man. What, what sticks out to me is uh, how cool everyone was on it. Mm. Like, there wasn't, there wasn't one asshole on the tour. You know what I mean? It was, it was a great time. How about that Civ guy? He was kind of like a little mm, judgmental, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Civ. Nah, yeah, everybody was real nice. Ah, uh, it was great, man. Yeah. Not one asshole, though. It had to be somebody. I, I don't think so, man. I think everybody was really cool. Like, I can't think in my head and say, oh, this one guy. There was no, like, one guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, nah, everybody was dope. Yeah, it was dope, man. It was, that was fun. That was oh, a lot yeah. of fun. And the show that this guy was at, Oberhausen, that was a real good one from what I remember. That was great, man, yeah. Is that yeah. where Luke got the award, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, that's right. He got that's the award great memory that of it. Yeah, that was a great memory. Oberhausen. What a cool name, Oberhausen. I love that. That sounds hard. 
All right, fuck it, Chris. We went through a lot of stuff. Everybody's happy to hear from you again. Everybody's like, if Chris doesn't come back, we're protesting the show. We're never going to listen to it again. Fake news. Everything Rich says. We need a fact <laughs> checker like Chris Mavramatis back so we know this is legitimate. Ridiculous. And, uh, there you go. Chris will verify everything I say is true indeed. 100%. With his doctorate and bachelor's and BA. Damn, what a guy. So smart. <laughs> All right, Chrissy, we'll let him go and... uh We'll try to get this up uh, as soon as we can, and we'll come back another time. Right Anything on, you want to add, Chrissy? That's it, man. It was good to do it, you know? All right, homie. We'll let you All go. All right, man. Be good. All right, peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post-America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck you think you in? This is post-America! You ain't shit!